0: We're on page Kufnun Base, 152, and we're about 10 lines down. We've just been speaking about that being that. It says in the Qudit from the Arizal, the Edom in Yishmo, which is our present Golos, our parallel refer to the train Yarch and the True Thighs, which are Netzach and hoyd of Klippa. Therefore, the Ikra the Bazmana the main divine service during times of exile is regarding, is dealing with Netzach and hoyd, is to combat those Netsach and of Klipa, which is holding back our last uh, redemption. And we explain what Netsach and Heid are um, in our Avedis Hashem. Netsach being the Midas HaNitzuach, Le'ischhazibich in this Nitzuach, Nagadu Kolomainiam Avedis Hashem, Nagadu Kolomainiam Avedis Hashem, Nagadu Kolomainiam Avedis to strengthen yourself and be be victorious to, no matter what the things that are holding you back from connecting to Hashem and become very, and to be very strong in the fulfilling and Peil mamish, even though you don't have any feeling or any inner enthusiasm in it, you don't have any feelings of love and fear of Hashem, nevertheless, you still um, muster up all your koyach, all your power, your inner strength and overcome all these obstacles in a way of and just to be, to be victorious, to be, make sure you stay complete in your Tere and the Hoid is to admit to the truth of Hashem's uh, existence, which means you're admitting to the fact that Hashem enlivens the world every moment and creates the world every moment, and therefore the whole world is totally nullified out of its existence uh, um, compared to Hashem because it's being enlivened every moment, therefore it doesn't have any true existence. And also because the whole existence of the world is within Hashem everything within Hashem as if it, it, it doesn't exist like the rays of the sun within the sun even though we can't uh, comprehend this we can't perceive it nevertheless we have Eidah we admit to this truth and we move ourselves to that truth so that's where we ended up so the explanation is uh, as explained as explained in the, in the title Ben Chulu bain. So Kriya Explains in this mimer The difference between the idea of H'shtachavo Which is totally prostrating yourself And Kriya, which comes from the word al Albirkov, just bowing down into your knees So it's not totally prostrating yourself on your face But just bowing down, and going down to your knees be'emes In That H'shtachavo, totally prostrating yourself Is what a person understands and comprehends Truly The idea of the greatness of Hashem and his total oneness, meaning he's the only true existence. And he connects your mind to this truth about the greatness of Hashem and his true true oneness. He connects his mind to this, focuses himself in it and very, very strongly. To the extent that this idea becomes totally absorbed within him. And it shines within his mind in a revealed way. And automatically, the battle which is produced from this contemplation, from this comprehension, it, it, it takes him over and it penetrates within him in an internal way. Shem is battled, that he, it, within his very core, he becomes totally nullified and submits himself and surrenders himself totally to Hashem because this idea of the greatness of Hashem and how Hashem is only true existence and everything is bottled to him is become totally absorbed within him. And he, it's become it's penetrated his whole existence in a in an internal way. Therefore, he becomes totally nullified to that truth. And that which is opposite of the of the this this truth, the oneness of Hashem, as the Hashem is the only true existence. Anything that's opposite of that truth matters to him very much. To the inner core of his heart, to the extent that he he because of this. So anything which is against that truth, meaning basically anything which is against Hashem's will, um it's very it matters to him very much to his very core, and makes it that he it causes him to, that he forces himself to go, he forces he bends, so to say, the Sitra anything which is against that ultimate truth, the Hashem's oneness. He forces himself not to go, not to do that thing which is opposite of Hashem's will and all of the evil within him is totally totally transformed to the extent which he has no other desire whatsoever except for whatever Hashem's desire is basically this the ultimate this truth of Hashem's oneness and there is no other existence outside of Hashem has taken over has permeated his whole existence there is no room left uh, within him for anything else therefore all the evil within him the animal soul within him becomes totally transformed and there is no more Instinctual, these animal instincts uh, to drive him to something opposite of Hashem's oneness Because that oneness has permeated his whole existence But the lower level bitul is the idea of bowing down on your knees That means that a person doesn't understand and comprehend at all How everything is truly, truly nothing in front of Hashem And it doesn't truly shine within his soul And permeate his whole existence and his whole being But nevertheless, he's still at a state of Bittal. That's why he's bowing down. He's kneeling on his knees to Hashem. What does that mean? But Nevertheless, he still toils. He toils very hard. He toils within himself, with the inner toil, during his davening, to contemplate how how all the godly revelations even in the highest worlds are only an external diminished ray of godliness which has no importance whatsoever before Hashem's essence and how everything before Hashem's essence is totally considered as, as it doesn't exist at all so he still even though he doesn't comprehend it and it doesn't shine within his mind and doesn't permeate it its sole existence um, Therefore, it doesn't produce a such a you know a, a bitl which takes over his whole existence, his whole being. And bless he he toils very strongly during Davani to contemplate these ideas: how everything is totally nullified to Hashem, and doesn't have any true existence before Him. And how also the existences themselves, they are they are as if they don't exist in their own feelings, meaning in their own perception in themselves. Like we said before, um, about the malachim, there's different levels, but the higher level creations, like the angels, they even feel this truth in themselves. So he's contemplating in this fact that the truth is, everything doesn't have any true existence and any real importance before Hashem, being that it's created by Him every moment and is totally absorbed and subsumed within Him, like the rays of the sun within the sun. And there's even creations which perceive this, and they... they, um, In their own perception, they feel that they are totally nothing before Hashem, like the angels. Even though this we're talking about a person that's on a lower level and therefore doesn't comprehend this, the truth of this matter, how everything is totally bottled to Hashem. In, his, in and of himself, he doesn't he doesn't get it. How this is true and and what this means exactly, he doesn't really get it. Nevertheless, he still knows that this is the truth. That everything is totally bottle. Even the highest revelations of godliness are totally bottle before Hashem. And now in the parentheses, and also it's comprehended by him. He comprehends that how this is the truth. The truth is that everything is bottle. Um, but it's not in a complete comprehension. To the extent that it should shine within him it should permeate his whole being and he should totally feel it and perceive that within and within the depths of his being so he does he does understand how this is the truth but he doesn't understand it in a complete way to the extent where it shines and it permeates his whole existence But okay so being that he still knows This is the truth. So, therefore, the conclusion from all this comprehension, this contemplation, which he is toiling very hard during davening, his conclusion is that it's fitting that every the soul of every living being should pine. Meaning, he should totally have a, a desire to become totally absorbed within Hashem's true existence, His true being. And this is this is what is totally fitting for him, that his whole desire and his inner desire and will should be to become totally absorbed within Hashem's essence and become unified in that ultimate unity, in Hashem's true unity. That. Basically, he understands that truth. Everything is butthole, therefore nothing has true existence. So why should I want anything else except for Hashem's existence, which is the only true existence? Everything else, even the highest revelations of Godliness, are not really true before, when they are compared to Hashem. Um, therefore, he understands that the conclusion must be that it, it it's fitting, even though I do not have that desire, but it's fitting that my desire should be to become totally absorbed within that truth, within Hashem's ultimate truth. Uh, and he also understands that Anything which is against Hashem's will and separates, Hashem from, uh, separates Him from Hashem's unity and Hashem's ultimate truth to become a, a separate existence with His own feeling of His own identity. There is no need to want this at all in any way. He understands that this is the truth even though he doesn't feel it and it's not his intrinsic desire. It's not his nature. But he understands and he understands that it's roi that this is the proper, this should be his desire. Even though his heart is not truly excited about this and truly inspired by this in a true way, to be in a state of yearning and desire and to give up his whole existence for Hashem. That's not his natural state here. His heart is not excited in that way, but he's understanding in his mind that this is the truth, this is what it should be. So, uh, and similarly, the evil within him the animal soul within him and the itzahara it has not become totally nullified and a true bitul and a true submissiveness to the extent which it, becomes, which it becomes totally transformed this is not happening within this person because it's not this this bitul this understanding is not truly understood by him and it's not shining within his mind not permeating his whole being to the extent where he doesn't have any other will this is not true by this person nevertheless but through his toil during davening in this aforementioned contemplation, how everything is to Hashem, even the highest revelations. And he contemplates about upon this to the extent which his intellect has the ability to. And then he produces a haskim, a decision and a, con- a conclusion, a strong decision within himself, within uh, himself. That this is fitting for him that his desire and his will should become to should be to be totally absorbed within hashem's essence which is the only true existence and to only have one desire for hashem alone and we're talking about a person that it becomes because of his toil of this contemplation it becomes very true for him that this is fitting meaning this is the this is he understands within his mind that this is the truth and he understands that this is how it should be, and it's very, very real for him that this is how it should be. It's not something just a fake thing which he understands. Uh, okay, I get it. I get it. No, he believes and he feels with all with all his mind, and he. Um, this is the only truth that can exist, even though he doesn't feel it in his heart, and it's not his nature. He still has in, the, in his heart desires for other things, but he understands in his mind, and it becomes very. It's, it's permeated his mind to the extent where this is the only truth that exists. So, through this. There, it's it's brought about at least a little bit of a submissiveness and a nullification within him, within himself to Hashem, even though it didn't permeate his whole being. like we were saying before about hoid, like the bittel a person has in hoidah, this idea of admit of admittance to Hashem. When a person admits to the truth of his friend, meaning when he admits that his friend is right. So he becomes, he he's, he's, he's mevathal himself to this friend a little bit. He he agrees within his opinion, leaving his own opinion on the side. So here, the person understands that this is the truth. Even though he doesn't feel it, still it does produce a certain light type of Bittl. That he's admitting to the truth of Hashem's existence. And the main thing here, and in everything in life, is that which is connected to actuality. Uh, that this bitl, even though it's just a bitl, it's a ktsas bitl, which is produced by this contemplation, it still has the ability to affect his actions. To at least force the at least. Not allowing his, the powers of his animal soul to express themselves at all. So this level of contemplation, this level of bitl, still has the ability to force, to cause a person to force himself to go against those inner desires of his animal soul, to not allow them to express, to not allow them to have any expression. Even though we're not talking about a tzavik, we're not talking about a person that is, he's totally permeated by this bitl, so his, the essence of his existence is not totally nullified to Hashem. Nevertheless, he still will not allow expression in any of his natural uh, powers of his animal soul, in anything which is not, which is not to Hashem. He won't have any lust or any desire In a revealed way for any physical things in this world He doesn't allow himself to lust after things He catches himself He catches himself when he starts to think about things And he doesn't allow his animal soul to just overpower him And to the extent where he just becomes totally taken over Like a flaming fiery passion for physical things This is person because of this bitul which he's produced in his mind and, it, and he, he understands this truth of Hashem's oneness in a very, very real way so he doesn't allow any expression of his animal soul um, to take over and become totally to lust after things. The only thing which becomes an expression becomes revealed is the powers of his godly soul. That's the only thing he allows expression because of this intense contemplation. He reaches this level of kriya of bowing down on his knees at least. This is the idea of bowing down, of going, kneeling down to Hashem. It's not, he's not prostrating his whole being to Hashem. He's just going down on his knees, so therefore he's not totally giving himself over to Hashem, he's not surrendering his whole being, surrendering his whole being. So it's still an external, it's not taking over his whole existence, it's just affecting the more external parts of himself, his mind and not his heart. Meaning that his inner core, his inner heart is not totally nullified and given over to Hashem the true way, his battle, is kana. Only his more external faculties, his mind and his actions, are are given over, are surrendered to Hashem. Uh, now, in the parenthesis, And the idea of this level of kriya, this kneeling down to Hashem, is in the level of Hoid, the 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 sphere of Hoid, or the the sole faculty of hoyd like it says in the Zayar <coughs> like it says in the Zayar the first part of the Zayar page 42, side B and also over there in the Zayar on page 43, the side B and the higher level Bitul, is in Netzach that's when a person is the idea of Nitzachin he becomes totally victorious whereas hoyd is only the lower level of Kriya He's not totally victorious. He's just, um, he's but he can still control the expression of his animal soul. But so it seems like from the kulatayda over there, from the rizal, that it's referring to the inner yistachavah, So it's still a question here: how the how to. Basically, bring together in the zohar and the Kulitera. We're not going to get into this too deeply here. It's possible to say that this is connected with said before. Before that, in the Kulitera that Netzach, um, the Sfira of Netzach is on the right side, which is therefore just like it comes. It's a, it's a, it's a um, offspring of Chokhma, which is also on the right side. Like the Sfira is split up. Chokhma is on the right, Bina like is on the left. Right in the middle, everything's right, left. So Netzach is on the right, Hayy is on the left. So Netzach is a offspring from Chokhmah, which is because basically you're seeing the truth of Godliness, and therefore Netzach is this ultimate battle, just like the like chokhmah, like chokhmah perceives. That which it says over there. Of a It seems more like this That's connected to the idea of Just a parenthesis, okay So Now we just said that this is the idea of Kriya Which is more external, not taking over his whole being Not permeating his whole being, but still connecting to his actions Four lines from the top Okay, so we'll actually stop here Four lines from the top Getting into another idea here Um, Four lines to the top of page Kufnim Gimel.